This is News Talk. We'll go to the front of the Irish Independent first of all, which tells us that Health Minister Stephen Donnelly used the government jet to fly to Brussels for a routine EU meeting last month. Minister Donnelly and four officials travelled on the Learjet 45 on the 8th of December for a meeting of EU health ministers due to take place the following day. Uh, and Mr Donnelly's spokesperson said the use of the government jet was requested to facilitate the minister's busy diary. However, the Irish Independent says that there are four flights every day from Dublin to Brussels. So it's kind of suggesting, did he need to use the government jet when we have commercial flights, uh, alternatives available uh, given the minister's schedule? They say the meeting was around eight o'clock in the evening and there were other options. But anyway, Minister Donnelly flew on the government jet to Brussels. Also on the front of the Irish Independent, some patients who no longer need to be in overcrowded hospitals are languishing in wards for more than six months. And this is not the first time we've heard of this. This is because of a lack of step-down care. So we've people in hospital who probably aren't well enough to go home and be by themselves, but they're certainly well enough to move on to some sort of other facility, be it a nursing home, be it a rehab facility, be it that they could get some home help hours uh, allocated to them. The latest figures, according to the Indo, reveal that in late November there were 47 patients deemed ready for discharge but at least six months earlier were still stuck in hospital. So this is a big problem. Uh, There's going to be a cabinet meeting today where Health Minister Stephen Donnelly will tell his colleagues that the emergency department situation is improving. Now, the Irish Times, staying with health, walk-in flu vaccines to be offered to children as cases soar. The HSE says nearly 700 under-14s have been hospitalised with flu this winter. So now they're setting up these walk-in flu vaccine clinics. Influenza rates rose most steeply among young children before Christmas and they continued rising in the week after. You just have this sense that the flu is sort of flying around the country at the moment. So that's an option for parents. I assume the HSE will begin some sort of big advertising campaign to make people aware of these walk-in flu vaccine clinics and certainly there are a lot of cases of flu among children and I'm sure that will spread even further now that children are back mixing after Christmas in schools and creches and things like that. Now we heard about the price of the pint going up. Also the price of a stamp is going up from the start of next month. The Irish Times tells us that Unpost has announced it plans to increase the price of a stamp by 10 cent. On Post will be on this morning's News Talk Breakfast to explain why. The price of a stamp is going to be one euro thirty-five, and Diageo said it's going to add 12 cent on to the price of its beers from February 1st. So the price of a pint of Guinness will be more than five euro twenty. As you would imagine, pub owners very, very nervous about this because they think people might just go to a supermarket and drink at home where you can sort of enjoy the luxury of being in your own home and paying a lot less for the price of a drink. Uh, And also, the pubs are saying we're into the quiet season. Now, I was in the pub last Friday, quiet enough. So I heard some vintners on the hard shoulder here on News Talk yesterday saying to Diageo, would you at least wait 
until after St. Patrick's Day instead of bringing this in when it's a really quiet period in pubs. Will people pay 5 20 for a price of a pint of Guinness? They may, they may not. We'll have to wait and see. But anyway, lots of things going up as we uh, get used to the escalating cost of living in this country. The Irish Daily Mail state pays road toll firms €30 million Euro in compensation. So the state spent millions of taxpayers' money compensating toll operators after traffic dived during the pandemic. But the spending watchdog says it did not have to do so. Under a public-private partnership, both the M3 and the Limerick Tunnel have provisions in their contracts that allow for compensation if the number of vehicles using tolls falls below a certain level. But the Controller and Auditor General has been looking into this. Anyway, we paid off €30 million in compensation because not enough people were paying the tolls. Some lovely news on the front of the Irish Sun and the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. I'm so happy to be home as the front of the sun and bravest boy is the front of the mirror. This is the news that a boy age nine, we all know him, Alejandro Mizan, who suffered horrific facial injuries when he was savagely mauled by a pit bull, is back home. He's returned home to his family after seven weeks in hospital and he was embraced by his mother as he came through the door of his house in Enniscorthy in County Wexford. Gorgeous pictures in the papers. His brother Raoul, who we heard from here on News Talk, told the Mirror, the nightmare is over. Today is a dream for us. He's just a very brave boy. I think that'll lift the mood of the whole nation to hear that he's actually home. So lovely, lovely news. Now, the Indo has a survey, very interesting, if you're renting, uh, because you are entitled to tax relief. A lot of people don't know about it. Large numbers of people are missing out on the new rent credit after a survey found most people were unaware of it. So if you're renting, you can get tax relief worth up to €500 Euro a year. It's been introduced to help with record high rents, of course, that we all know about. But a survey has revealed widespread lack of awareness among the public about the tax break. So now people are being warned uh, that the effectiveness of the relief could be limited if the government and other bodies don't do more to inform people of its existence. Seven in ten people weren't aware of the rent credit, which was announced in the budget. But you see, on budget day, there's so many announcements that some of these get lost. So seven in ten people don't know that you can get 500 quid a year if you are renting. So just be aware of that. And be aware generally, because the Irish were pretty bad at claiming back tax. Uh, we're below par, according to taxback.com, when it comes to claiming what's owed from revenue. And in fairness to revenue, they are very efficient. Uh, they're not withholding the money from you. If you ask, you will get it. Now, others would say, maybe we could have a better system where they just give you the money back rather than you having to go off and apply for it the whole time. Of course, Prince Harry's book is everywhere again. In the papers, there's pages and pages of coverage about it. The Star looks at sales in Ireland and it's saying that uh, there's poor sales. Now, it's only day one of the book being released, so we'll see how it goes. But the Star says poor sales of Prince Harry's book saw at half price in some of Ireland's best-known bookstores. And obviously the weather yesterday was horrible. So I'm sure a lot of people were saying, I'm really not bothered going out to a bookstore to buy it. So uh, the star says that it put a dampener on shoppers buying the tell-all memoir. Uh, That's according to some store owners. A few royal fans 
did queue as early as half seven for the book on the first day of its release yesterday. Uh, there were some pre-orders, but bosses at Hodges and Figgis, Dubray Books, Eason's and Waterstones say they weren't overwhelmed by orders for Prince Harry's book, which, as we heard yesterday, uh, it was meant to be about 35 quid, but then some shops reduced it to 17 euro 50. Easton's was selling at a 25 quid there. So uh, already on day one, reducing the price of the book. Haven't heard anyone who's read it yet. I'm sure we'll get reviews very, very shortly. Now, final story comes from The Telegraph. We were talking there about the price of a pint going up. It'll be interesting to see how wine is going to look in our supermarkets because sometimes when one supermarket does it, the others follow. So this is Waitrose in the UK. They are becoming the first to replace the majority of, you know, the small glass wine bottles that you can buy. They're replacing them with aluminium cans instead. The move is expected to reduce the weight of packaging by 320 tonnes. So Waitrose obviously trying to be environmentally conscious. So from Sunday the majority of the 187 milliliter glass bottles that Waitrose has, uh, the glass wine bottles, they'll be replaced by aluminium, I can't say that word, you know what I'm on about, those cans instead as part of efforts to reduce carbon footprint. Now, if you're a drinker of champagne, Prosecco, Cava and Rioja, they'll continue to be sold in glass bottles for legal reasons, apparently. So we'll see if people suddenly become fans of tinned wine. Now, you can buy wine in a box, as we know, but uh, tinned wine is going to be the new thing there. Uh, Waitrose says that picking up a can of wine, sounds weird to even say that, picking up a can of wine is a great way to enjoy wine in moderation if you're heading for a picnic or a social occasion. That's in the Telegraph this morning. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.